Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Namitha Raghunath, and today is Tuesday, the 6th of October, 2020. Starting in the Americas. In the United States, Donald Trump tweeted yesterday that he will return to the White House. In that tweet, President Trump also told Americans to not be afraid of COVID. However, the White House press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, announced yesterday that she tested positive for coronavirus. Also yesterday, Trump's physician, Dr. Sean Conley, again declined to say When was the last time Trump tested negative for the coronavirus? This information could help shed light on who he may have been exposed to when he was possibly infected. I was trying to reflect the the upbeat attitude that the team, the president, that his course of illness has had. And in doing so, uh, you know, it came off uh, that we were trying to hide something, which wasn't necessarily true. In Canada. Anti-racism organizations have urged Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to bring an end to 300 far-right and white supremacist groups in Canada. The open letter, published yesterday by the National Council of Canadian Muslims and signed by Amnesty International, follows the murder of Mohammed Aslim Zafiz on September 12th. Police say Zafiz, the caretaker of the mosque, was sitting in a chair when a suspect walked up to him and stabbed him in the neck. In Venezuelan news, a British appeals court has now overturned a judgment which said the UK recognises the opposition leader, Juan Guaido, as the Venezuelan president. Instead, of President Nicolas Maduro. This decision will affect the legal battle of who controls $1 billion of gold in the Bank of England. In England, Health Secretary Matt Hancock said yesterday that a technical glitch which caused nearly 16,000 COVID-19 cases to go unreported in England should have never have happened. On Friday night, Public Health England identified that over the previous eight days, 15,841 positive test results were not included in the reported daily cases. This was due to a failure in the automated transfer of files from the labs to PHE's data systems. I want to reassure everyone that every single person who tested positive was told that result in the normal way, in the normal time frame. They were told that they needed to self-isolate, which is, of course, now required by law. However, these positive test results were not reported in the public data and were not transferred to the contact tracing system. I want to thank colleagues who've been working since late Friday night through the weekend to resolve this problem. In Paris, all bars will be completely shut from today, after the French government raised the city's coronavirus alert to maximum after a rise in infection rates. Bars, 
Gyms and swimming pools will all be closed for two weeks, but restaurants will remain open if strict hygiene rules are in place. According to the World Health Organization, one in ten people around the world may have contracted COVID 19. Just over 35 million people have been confirmed as being infected with coronavirus. But the World Health Organization says the real number of cases is closer to 800 million. Asia. In Kyrgyzstan, opposition supporters are protesting against alleged vote rigging in Sunday's parliamentary election, where two pro government parties have won 107 out of the 120. Seats. Around 3,000 people rallied in the capital's main square yesterday. Police have used force to break up demonstrators, including stun grenades, tear gas, and water cannons. Opposition candidates are calling on the Central Electoral Commission in Kyrgyzstan to cancel the results of the votes. In the Maldives, a court has sentenced former Vice President Ahmed Adib to 20 years in prison for corruption charges. Adib, who pleaded guilty last month, was also fined almost $130,000 yesterday. The Maldives criminal court charged Adib with stealing, money laundering, And misuse of government authority, among other offenses. In Russia, many dead sea creatures have washed up on the beaches in Kamchatka, in Russia's far east. It is being treated as a major marine pollution incident. Video and photos posted on social media show dead octopuses, seals, And other dead sea life. Local residents who used the Pacific beaches complained of vomiting, fevers, rashes, and swollen eyelids. Testing has found oil products in the water. The environmental group Greenpeace has called it an ecological disaster. Africa? In Kenya? Three lions have died in the Masai Mara National Park after being trapped in snares laid by hunters to try and catch meat. Four hyenas were also killed. The authorities are now clearing the site of other traps and investigating what exactly happened. Following years of poaching and a decline in their natural habitat, There were just 2,000 lions left in Kenya in 2017. At least eight migrants have drowned and 12 are missing after human smugglers forced them off a boat near Djibouti. 14 migrants survived and are receiving medical care. The migrants are believed to be Ethiopians returning to Africa. After failing to reach Saudi Arabia via Yemen due to the COVID 19 border closures. 
The pandemic and the conflict in Yemen has made the journey to the Gulf nations more dangerous, and some migrants have turned back. And finally, in Israel, there will soon be a ban on immoral animal fur trade. The country will ban the buying and selling of furs, making it the first country to do so. Under the new rules, permits to buy or sell fur will only be allowed for research, education, and for religious purposes. Thank you for listening to Send 7. You can read the transcript of today's episode and listen to past episodes at send7.org. I'm Namitha Raghunath, and tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day.